You're listening to the Horses, Hats, and Bourbon podcast with Claudia Coffey. My guest on this episode of the podcast is Kim Buckler-Hydes, Executive Director of Oldham County Tourism. Kim and I had a chance to meet at a recent fundraiser for a new retirement horse farm in Oldham County. And I got to tell you, Kim is so passionate about what's happening in Oldham County. She immediately had to tell me everything that's going on there. And I knew that I had to get her on the podcast. And there is a lot happening in Oldham County from craft distillery tours to this new retirement horse farm called Chestnut Hall to foodie tours to working farm tours. There's a little bit of something for everybody. Only 20 minutes from Louisville, 60 minutes from Cincinnati. It's the perfect place to plan a weekend getaway. Oh, I'm so glad we finally get to catch up. You know, I feel like when people come to Louisville, they immediately must say, okay, where's the horse farms? Yeah. Where are they? Where's the countryside? And I always tell them, short drive over to Oldham County. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's good. A lot of people don't know that Oldham County has so many farms, but we have 15 four of those are horse farms, but we've been the farm tour capital of Kentucky since 2012. And and all of our farm tours are hands-on, which is unique. You can touch a horse on our tours. Well, I feel like you guys are so close. And so I just wanted to take the time to promote all the things happening for that close drive. When people come and they visit distilleries and they can make that short little jump. What, what are some of the key places that you always tell people, if you're coming to Oldham County, make time in a day to go here, here, here? Well, um, there's usually a horse farm involved. If there's enough notice, it's one of the four horse farms that we have, just because people come for horse farms uh, most of the time. Uh, Hermitage for dinner at Barn 8 is um, our go-to for a nice dinner. You know, it's a, it's a nice farm to table kind of. um, Let me stop you right there because Hermitage, right? Yeah. Gosh, what a, what a wonderful place. Cause I always tell people, you know, your expectations will be blown away, right? It just kind of sets the bar really. How do, how do you describe Hermitage to somebody? I mean, cause it does have that great new restaurant. It does have a working farm. I mean, it has like a little bit of everything there. Well, and that's what I say. It's the only place in Kentucky you can go that has all things Kentucky in one place. It has horses. It has bourbon. It has art, you know, with Art Walk. Um, Not just the horse farm, but they have a carriage museum where you can see the carriage from Gone with the Wind in the stud barn. And I'll tell you what I think is so cool is not only do you see thoroughbred horses, but you also see Lipison horses, which I had never even heard of until I went on the tour. So the restaurant, the food is good, obviously. The restaurant's good. The atmosphere is phenomenal. I mean, you could go just sit at the bar and have a drink and just look around for four hours. You know, there's it's it's something cool to do everywhere you turn. Hermitage is awesome. They have just about everything there. And, you know, like you said, you get to learn a little bit about some different horses rather than thoroughbreds. And um, you all have with your, a lot of your farm tours, mm-hmm. people sometimes want to see more than horses. A lot of That's your right. farm tours are like hands-on farm tours, you know, animal farms, food farms. Talk yeah. about some of those. I'll tell you a couple of my favorites for when I wrote the farm tour program back in 2012, to be on the program, you had to be you had to be hands on. There had to be some interactive elements to it. It wasn't a show up and see something. 
So Woodland Farm is awesome. It's our bison farm. So the retail arm of Woodland Farm is Kentucky Bison Company. So if you see, that's one of our connections uh, and one of our foodie farms to Louisville restaurants and regional restaurants is Bison from Woodland Farm, which is also owned by Steve and Laura Lee that own Hermitage, which um, Hermitage is across the street. So that's a, a really good tour. Um, you learn about bison, but you learn about um, they make their own uh, gas for equipment from used vegetable oil. They have all of the weather um, stations for the universities in Kentucky. You, it's so much more about bison. Bison's probably the smallest part, but I learn something new on that tour every time. Our, we have another horse farm, Windy Meadows, that um, we've had four movies filmed there. Uh, Hallmark loves that farm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Orphan what Horse. What is the name of the, what, what's the Hallmark farm? Tell me more. Windy Meadows Windy is Meadows. what it's called. Yeah. And we did our, um, in 2021, this year, we did our first VIP Derby experience and we had it at Windy Meadows. It has 180 pounds of crystal chandeliers hanging in the barn. Um, but you meet, if you, the most recent movie was Orphan Horse, which came out right before COVID shut everything down. So Orphan Horse, John Voight is out here all the time. Um, he's done three or four movies. He did, we've done some trilogies with Hallmark. So Wendy Meadows is an awesome one for that. We have Second Stride, which um, is retired racehorses, but it's uh, racehorses that can be retrained and adopted to do jumping or eventing. Um, and then, you know, um, Sanctuary Farm at Chestnut Hall, that it would be like the equivalent in this part of Kentucky to old friends. Mm -hmm. They are racehorses that go to retire and live out their days on the farm. So we really, in our four horse farms, we have the entire life of a racehorse because Hermitage um, breeds for racehorses. So we say they have a racehorse nursery. So they have a lot of babies, which people love. So you can see from babies at our, at Oldham Farm Tours, from baby thoroughbreds all the way up to retirement where they spend their last days. We have all of that just in our horse farms. And you know, with the hands-on farm tours, I feel like people have, I think often a misconception about what is a foodie farm? What is a modern farm like today? Yeah, It's one thing to go into restaurants and when they say things on the menu, like this comes from a local farm and, and then to get to see it, things have changed so much into this modern foodie world. It's mm -hmm. for me really remarkable to see that. And they're just a lot of young entrepreneurials. Again, it's like, I think we have these misconceptions that it's two people in overalls, right? They're, they're oh, walking yeah. around and it's, it's a different, it's a whole different machinery now. We have Rootbound Farm, which, I mean, they are young. That's a young couple. Um, theirs is organic and you learn about sheep and you learn about growing organics. And they've been in the news a lot recently for what they're doing with nonprofits, raising food for nonprofits. Um, and I believe Gil Holland owns that farm. So um, you'll see Rootbound Farm on menus. You'll see Fox Hollow Farm on menus for grass-fed beef. You'll see um, Harvest Home Dairy. You can buy Harvest Home Dairy cheese at Kroger in the Kentucky Proud section. That is a fascinating tour. That's one of my favorites. Um, you learn about 
obviously milking cows and you get to milk them and you get to feed them and love on them and all of that. But they also make artisan cheese. So you learn to make artisan cheese. We have an alpaca farm that's really cool. It was one of my first farms that signed up. Um, she raised, her husband was a pilot for UPS and she was looking for a hobby. So she got a couple alpaca and now she has a whole herd and Angora sheep. And she is a fiber artist. So she, you not only learn about alpaca and you get to get in the pen with them and love on them. You get to learn how to take that wool and make fabric out of it. And she is a high paid fiber artist that does juried art fairs across the country. So everyone has a really cool element where you learn, yes, you learn about the farm and what it means to farm, but you also learn another aspect of that, whether it's fiber arts or making cheese or raisin organics or biodynamic farming or uh, aquaponics. You know, it's, there's so much more. Do you know, for example, this fascinates me every time I think about it. When you go on the bison farm, one of the things that you learn on that farm about bison is it is so regulated and how you breed bison. And they say it's up there with the same regulations as racehorses in Kentucky because they were so, they were almost extinct. So you learn all of that. It's, it's fascinating. And Christopher who runs that farm, our bison farm is young. I mean, he's in his thirties. So it's, it's fascinating. And you'll see vegetables in their organic orchard that you've never seen before. And I grew up with Amish. So for me, you know, the start of it all was going through our farmer's market and seeing um, Brussels sprouts. I had no idea Brussels sprouts grew on a stalk. I had no idea. I'd never seen a Brussels sprout that wasn't in a bag in the grocery. And I grew up as a midwife for Amish on a farm, 960 acre farm. And I had no idea. And that's, that's only been, you know, 15 years ago. It's so. just remarkable to see how the industry has evolved and moved forward. And there are these, all these little niche industries and yeah. like said the, the artisanal um, cheeses and bison. And I mean, there's just this whole market for specifically what these farmers are doing. Yeah, it's, we're trying to do a tour. We've been working on it uh, before COVID that would really be a farm to plate to where, which we do have a foodie Great farm idea, tour. Kim, I love that. We do have a foodie farm tour that you can come out and stay two nights over a weekend. And I'll put together a farm box in your um, vacation rental and then set up animal farm tours for you to go on. It's a real foodie experience. And then end in a restaurant that serves from the farms that you saw, that you visited. It's, we have that, uh, we already have that tour. That was pretty popular before um, COVID shut everything down. Uh, some of our farms, our farms were pretty busy during COVID, during the shutdown, being an outdoor attraction. Um, some of the animal farms had issues with masks, mm -hmm. you know, when people came in masks. But other than that, you know, our, our farm tours were popular even during COVID. I feel like now this year, I'm just hearing more and more from around the state that people are saying their attractions and people traveling there are just more popular than ever. Like kind of the lid blew off and, oh, yeah. and the influx of people coming in, they were not quite prepared for. They thought it would be slow and it's just been like a fire hydrant. 
Well, and normally my motor coach bus business uh, usually starts in May, maybe a week after it'll trickle in about the week of Derby, but uh, the week after it would really start. This year it started in March. Now, luckily I had mentally prepared for that because I'm a one person office. So I kept advertising all through COVID. I kept doing motor coach bus advertising because I figured seniors would be the first to be vaccinated and they would be ready to get out. And, you know, from the seniors that I've dealt with, they, you couldn't hold them down very long. So our started, we had four just the week of Derby, uh-huh. just that week, plus the big VIP Derby event on the Thursday before, a couple of days before the Derby. But it all started in March. And normally it would take nine months to a year for them to sell the tour. This year they sold out in days. So mm-hmm. I might only have a week's notice and then have 40 people show up on a bus. It, so it, what, it's what do things look like for you or what events are coming up as you look towards end of summer and oh my gosh, fall. I can't, I'm sure you oh, guys yeah. are going to be, I always feel like fall in Kentucky is, is just as popular, maybe more popular than springtime, but mm-hmm. what things are you coming up that you want people to know about that you're looking forward to? And, and people may want to get on, um, I'm telling everybody, just don't show up, you know, go online, make reservations, make your online bookings, because I know these things are going to go fast. Mm-hmm. Our, our website is touroldham.com. And if you go to trip ideas on our website, they're um, actual itineraries that I've put together based on 14 years of information since I've been here from our live chat on our website, just ideas that um, people have asked about over the years. Um, we have in the fall, we'll have picnics. We'll have Pee Wee Valley, we'll have their picnic in August. And that's a really popular um, picnic for people to come from all over Louisville, even they'll come out for that. We're going to have in August and September, we'll have movies in the park at the Maples Park in Crestwood. Um, The one in August, I think they're trying to decide what the movie is going to be, but we'll actually have um, balloon rides. So you'll be able to do a tethered hot air balloon ride. Um, each movie has a themed activity attached to it. We just watched Cars and had an antique car show. Um, so August will be the balloons and then September will be a different movie with a different theme. Um, the Maples Park in Crestwood is going to have um, a lot of events coming up in the in the fall now that things are picking up. LaGrange will have events that um, on Main Street that they have uh, rescheduled for fall. They're going to try to do the blue hydrangea tea, which benefits breast cancer. Um, that'll be in the fall. Of course, they'll have their antique car shows all on Main Street. The History Center on Main Street has a lot of events happening through the fall, um, through November. Um, so we have events happening all over the county. Some of them have been rescheduled. Mm-hmm. You know, we just did Arts on the Green, which is a popular Jareed Art Fair. And, you know, speaking of like LaGrange and that main street, I think if people are just even just looking for shopping, right. Oh, it has yeah. that essential, that looks like a Hallmark movie set right there. Well, you know, and restaurants, some of, the, some of the shops and restaurants have redone their insides while we were shut down for COVID, which is really neat. If you go in blooms, uh-huh. which is one of my favorite shops, um, they've more than doubled their space on the inside. So they bought the space next to them that was empty for a while and it just expanded the shop. So they have a lot more clothing than they did. Mm-hmm. You have mercantile on Main. 
We have some new shops that have just opened, PB&J. Uh, we have uh, Prost, which is a German restaurant that just opened. Um, there are all kinds. We have Plant One On Me, which is a, a really cool plant store if you like plants. Um, they opened during COVID. So we've had, I mean, during things shut down during COVID, but it really gave us time to take a breather and expand offerings that we already had. You all regrouped so, and yeah. reopened with lots of new things. Yeah, lots of ideas we did back and forth by Zoom <laughs> through COVID. So and we're ready for people. The craft distillery tours for your bourbon lovers too. Oh people yeah. Doing all the farm tours and they're doing the shopping. I always like to let people know you do have craft distillery tours that, that you've got to check out. We have Kentucky Artisan Distillery, which is home to Jefferson's Bourbon. So you'll find Jefferson's Oceans, Jefferson's Reserve. Um, they also have um, Whiskey Row, which is one of their brands. Um, and to me, what's really cool about that distillery, Kentucky Artisan is neat because not just the stories, you know, craft bourbon, it's all about the story. And some craft distilleries, they'll do um, their making of bourbon on a pallet. I mean, it's really craft. Mm -hmm. Ours is in the middle of the road. So you, they do hand bottling. They've had to hire all kinds of people through COVID because their business has picked up. And there was an, a recent article where they're working with a company called Cask X. I don't know if you've heard of that, mm -hmm. C-A-S-K in the letter X, uh, where you can buy into bourbon, uh, barrels of bourbon. So that story just came out a couple of weeks ago, but they they got a lot of attention during COVID, um, international attention for their brands. So Kentucky Artisan, and then right next door to Kentucky Artisan is Udell. I mean, Udell Botanical Gardens, we just finished up our big bloom there where they just planted 17,000 tulip bulbs in the fall. So that just finished, that ran April, May, and June. Mm -hmm. So there, there's a lot of things going on in Odom County when a lot of city things are still closed, but you can come 20 minutes from downtown Louisville and there's all kinds of things to do. And I think just well beyond local people and people, I mean, I feel like people from all over the world obviously seek out Kentucky for the bourbon, for the mm -hmm. horse farms that you all have probably seen that in recent years, just this influx of international travelers, right? And oh, yeah. coming from, from all over. Uh, because they hear about what you have to offer. And I'll tell you, our horse farms and our um, our distillery are really popular tours, as is our brewery. We have Third Turn Oldham Gardens, which has a meadery, which most people have never heard of mead. Um, they make mead there. You can do a tour and learn about um, not just beer making, but mead making. And they had, I just did a photo shoot there yesterday and if you haven't been to Third Turn, Third Turn Brewing is also in J-Town in the old church. This is their second location. And it's a nine-acre beer garden. And it's inside of connected greenhouses. It oh, wow. is the most, oh yeah, media comes all the time to cover it and take pictures of it. It's so neat. And in the spring, they have, the greenhouses are covered in wisteria. So it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So all people need to do is go to touroldham.com to get uh -huh. up to everything, tours, ideas, calendar. It's all there. It is and a live chat. So if you get on there and you see something you need more information about, 
you'll get me on the chat. So just I was going to say, it's probably you doing it too. Yeah. So I can pop baskets. Doing it all. Oh, Kim, I'm so glad we got a chance to connect. We have to get oh, together on the porch at Chestnut Hall again soon. We do. And um, I'm just glad this worked out because, I mean, that's when we talked, I thought there's just so much going on in Oldham County. I think people need to be aware. I think each part of the state has something unique. You guys have just very unique tours right in that little, in that county as well that people need to know about. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I'm so glad to get to talk to you. I know, I know. It seems like forever. A special thank you to my guest, Kim Buckler-Hydes, for speaking to me on the podcast. I hope you guys learned a lot and are eager to plan your next trip to Oldham County. And if you do want to plan that trip, just head on over to my show notes and I have you linked up. Have a great week, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.